episode 133. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. Today we are way down under in Melbourne, Australia, with a singer-songwriter who has been influenced in his youth by artists like John Denver, Neil Diamond, Johnny Cash. Then after receiving his grandfather's acoustic Spanish guitar, the dream turned into reality. Here is the music of Lloyd M. Clark. Have you heard the news? There is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called Mercy. This is something that you have never heard before. It's spiritual. It's the truth unleashed. With scripture delivered by Christine Mercy, along with drums, guitars, pianos, violins, and vocals from singer-songwriter James Kevin O'Connor. Yes, a little bit of heaven on earth, and just in time. Behold, the brand new single from the forthcoming album, I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture, and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us. It's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new single, is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Recorded just weeks ago on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Download the single I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. And keep your eyes open for the full album release coming soon. Featuring Come, Bless You, Amen, I'm Afraid, It Is Finished, And yes, the title track, I Am Victorious, available right now. Go to iTunes, CD Baby, or Amazon and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. On the Dharmic Evolution today, we are way, way down under with Lloyd M. Clark. Lloyd, welcome to Dharmic Evolution, my friend. Thank you very much, James. I'm loving it. It's great. Yeah, we have um, we have had some some really great artists um, down under before, and so I'm so delighted always to be out of the U.S. and around the world. You know, getting a chance to hear. Uh, about some of the fabulous other artists that are just all over the world creating good music, such as yourself. So uh, really happy to have you here today. How are things and whereabouts are you in the great, great nation of Australia, my friend? Well, thank you very much. Thanks, James. Uh, I live uh, in the southern parts of Australia. I live down in a state called Victoria in Melbourne, uh, southeast of Melbourne, uh, in an urban, I suppose an urban sprawl of the larger metropolitan Melbourne. Um, so uh, I wasn't uh, raised on a farm. I don't drive tractors. I don't <laughs> ride horses. <laughs> but right. I love my country music. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, so tell us, how did you get connected to country music being an Australian? And um, I know Australia, from what I've heard, um, a lot of pop culture swept through there. But uh, you do have some uh, country. How did you get connected to the uh, the country music style? Um, well, it was really probably my father uh, listened to a lot of the greats, you know, Johnny Cash, Mill Haggard, um, um, you know, Charlie Pride. And so I was introduced to country music uh, through the 
uh, traditional US greats. Uh, from our own country, I uh, drew from people like Slim Dusty, uh, a great Australian country uh, songwriter. Uh, Tex Morton was another, but they also drew their a lot of their roots from American styles or Americana, as we refer to it now here in Australia as well. Right, which is becoming very very popular. Uh, which is that rootsy. Um, it can be anything from Bruce Springsteen, Cheryl Crow to, to Bob Dylan and some of the folk music. So that's becoming quite popular in Australia, Americana. Yeah, 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 and and in the states too. It's kind of that. Um kind of that hybrid, taking the best of country and taking the best of storytelling, maybe a little bit of rock flavor in there or yeah. or, or almost folk, I guess you'd say folk rock, all yes. combined and, and behold, we have Americana now. So the genres just keep marching on, don't they? <laughs> they do. It's, uh, yeah. Again, it makes it question. So it was mum and dad that kind of influenced uh, some of my early listening. Um, I picked up guitar when I was about 12. Uh, my aunt uh, gave me a... Uh, my grandfather's old Spanish acoustic guitar to learn on. Um, so I learned guitar at an early age. Not, I'm not um, hugely proficient in the guitar. I can strum and, and do some basic finger-picking shapes. Uh, but it gives me enough to be able to, uh, to write songs and uh, still perform them, uh, which, I, which I'm doing and still enjoying to this day. Right. So, so that's something that, that is, is certainly uh, near and dear to your heart. So, yeah. uh, you know, why don't we start off with it? And if you wouldn't mind setting this one up, we're going to play Daisy Chain. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about this one? How did this one come down the pike, Lloyd? What happened here? <laughs> Daisy Chains. Um, Daisy Chains, yeah. Uh, I was sitting uh, struggling for song titles. Uh, songwriters are always uh, looking for titles uh, for songs. And my son was visiting uh, and he said, Dad, I was um, just driving past a park and there were some children uh, making daisy chains out of um, out of out of daisies, and he said, "I didn't think kids did that anymore." And uh, it might be a great title, Daisy Chains. You know, what's that about? Uh, so I could imagine my own grandchildren uh, making these daisy chains and playing and having fun as kids. So the song is really um, uh, celebrating the innocence of children uh, playing games and little girls playing ponies and uh, serving, having little tea parties and things like that. So it does have a refrain uh, on it with my three grandchildren at the time, which they're singing um, uh, uh, flowers growing, blossoms blowing, blowing along the street. So uh, it's, it was great to uh, drop in a, a small sound sample of my grandchildren doing a refrain after I sing the, the main part of the chorus, yes. All right, let's check it out. Let's hear the whole family on this one. We're going to play Daisy Chains. Here we go. In the warm spring sun, sharing secrets and having fun, playing ponies and serving tea. What will they grow up to be? Split another stem, link and start again. Nothing to explain, Daisy Chains. Split another stem, link and start again. Nothing to explain, Daisy Chains Three little kids in the warm spring sun Playing tiggy they all 
What's for dinner? Let's all see. Come play hide and seek with me. Split another stem. Lincoln start again. Nothing to explain. Daisy chains. Split another stem. Lincoln start again. Nothing to explain. Daisy chains. Forever and others for a while. We pass on to our children the things that make us smile. Lemonade and ice cream on a warm spring sunny day. Best friends are forever linked with Daisy chains. Some things last forever and others for a while. We pass on to our children the things that make us smile. Lemonade and ice cream on a warm spring sunny day. Best friends are forever. Link with Daisy Chains. Link with Daisy Chains. Three little kids in the warm spring sun. Three little kids in the warm spring sun. That's the family, right, Lloyd? Yes. It's your kids. Three of, uh, I've got four now. I've got an additional one. So Do you? God uh, bless you. That's awesome. Yeah. So two children have blessed us with four. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I like that multiplication, man. The family just gets bigger and bigger, right? And you have to do less and less, which is nice. <laughs> hey, so tell, bring us in the studio. Like, tell us about, you know, being in Melbourne. Um, and Australia is such a massive country. Um, you know, population certainly much, much smaller than the United States. But just, yeah. you know, the vastness of it is always, you know, it, it always, you know, just... It's beyond the imagination sometimes. So tell us about um, like where you are. Do you have access to studios and, or do you have to travel to get to places? Like where do you record your music? Uh, yeah, I travel. Uh, I suppose on the freeway now, it's the, other, it's the other side of Melbourne for me. So I need to travel um, probably just on the hour, just over the hour to get to a studio. Um, but as studios go, it's, it's state of the art. It's, it's very well appointed. Uh, in my ex- humble experience now, <laughs> right, um, right. I've only been doing uh, really recording the last three years, so I'm a, a bit of a late starter uh, to uh, my music career. Well, um, you know what? But, you know, uh, I always say not to just to interject here, and we'll go right back to your story. But um, the the beautiful thing about music is there is no time frame on it you know like we're we're not professional athletes thank god and we you know have like a 10-year chance to do something great um i i like one uh a couple months back i had a 14 year old girl on from canada who was absolutely amazing the next day i had a 62 year old guy from denver colorado who was absolutely amazing 
And, and it's like you literally get to play until the day you drop dead, if you choose yeah. to, like B.B. King yeah. did. He, he literally yeah. played until he, had, he really had no breath left in his body. I mean, he just got sick, and within six months, he was gone, you know? So, yeah. so I, I commend you for that, man. Keep going. There's no, uh, there's no reason not to do music if, if uh, you have it in you. So, uh, so tell us more about... Um, about you know where you are and what you're doing uh, using a Pro Tools rig, uh, Logic. What do they use in your studio? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, I just got a, an old uh, TAC, um, uh 16 track desk that he, he um, purchased uh, uh, through a, an old radio station. Oh, okay. Uh, but, the rest, but the rest of the gear uh, is all digital. He has some analog gear uh, that he uses as well, depending on what sound you wish to go with. Um, but it's uh, it's well appointed. It's an, it's a it's a good size um, for you put a small band in the in the recording room. Um, uh, the vocal booth is, is large enough to have um, you know a small band with you if you need that, um, or just yourself. Sometimes we've just uh, laid down some of the acoustic tracks on guitar within the actual uh, in the sound desk room. We just bring the microphone into the to where the desk is, and we do it in there. Uh, it's, it's large enough for that and well soundproofed. So you have to travel. Um, look, there are many, many recording studios throughout Australia where we're very, uh, very fortunate. Most of them are in the major capitals, Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, um, Adelaide, Perth. Right. I'm not sure what's up in Darwin. <laughs> from, from, your, Darwin. from your oh. home, like how, how far a ride is it to get to the studio that you're using about, right now? About an hour. But oh, I that's not too bad. That, yeah, that's an hour. Uh, there are some that are closer, um, but um, like a lot of artists, once you fall upon a producer that uh, gets you <laughs> right. and understands you, you, you tend to stay with them. Um, yeah, for sure. Unless, unless you hear um, uh, something from another producer that you like and you might want to negotiate uh, a different deal or maybe a different feel, a different album. Um, as I said, I'm just starting out. I've been lucky to find a... A producer at the moment that, as I said, understands me and what I want, and he's a great listener, Michael. So, what's his name, uh, Michael? What's his last name? Michael Zamet. Michael Zamet. Okay. Zamet. Z A double M I T. He's a Maltese descent, but he's a lovely guy. And um, Soundwave, no, Airwave Studio is the name of the of the studio. Airwaves. Uh, Studio, yeah, okay. Yeah. So you, when you say you're just starting out, I don't get that feeling from your music. Are you talking about just starting out doing production type of things? Yes. I mean, it sounds yes. like you've been playing for quite a while and writing and, and singing. I mean, yeah, I, I have. I've, I've sang and, and and written songs. Most of the early songs were um, uh, either love songs for my my now wife, my my fiance, girlfriend, and um, that was many many years ago. Right. Uh, and. Um, uh, in a, in about you know, 10, 15 years ago, I was writing uh, a lot of sort of what you probably term gospel songs for uh, churches um, uh, in the form of choruses for, for youth, for the youth ministries. Okay. Um, I'm not into that now, but um, so I had a lot of experience in front of audiences playing guitar, writing songs, um, but I've always had a, an affinity for the written word or words that rhyme. So poetry and literature, I've always had a, a keen interest in. You know, the great novels, the great stories, um, and even a great verbal story, or what we um, uh, term as in Australia, a yarn. A yarn. A, a yarn, having, having, having a yarn. <laughs> <That is> a, <laughs> Did you borrow that from the Irish? Come on now. 
<laughs> quite possible. <laughs> um, still parts of Australia that are very Anglo uh, Anglo European. So yeah. having a yarn having a yarn around a campfire is is, is very Australian. Yes, right. <laughs> Tell me, what do you do for uh, what do you do for fun outside of music? I'm just curious as far as. Uh, you know that great big uh, wonderful land. Uh, you, you into like chasing kangaroos around, or what? What do you like to do in your 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 off time? <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should mention that. <laughs> um, I'm just going to chase them out of the backyard. No, um, no. Um, uh, fun time, recreational time is is visiting with family, uh, going away for uh, weekends. To um, uh, we've had a, a family holiday home down on the coast of Victoria, so. Walks along the beach uh, in all seasons. It can be just as beautiful in the winter as it is in the summer. Right. Um, so yeah, hiking, walking, um, reading, listening to music, playing guitar. But um, yeah, probably uh, we're a very close family. So spending quality family time with my wife uh, and uh, children and grandchildren is is uh, is my great escape. If not uh, writing songs, yeah. Yeah, great. That's awesome. Hey, back to the studio for a minute. Tell me your process, like when you, before you take your, your, uh, your work into the studio, what do you do for preparation? Uh, you cut some demos or do you just go in and play it live on the fly? Do you add any tracks in a little home studio? What's your best go-to method for, you know, after you have your, tra- your, your, your ideas together, presenting them to your producer and team? Okay, pretty much, um, uh, it's it's reasonably well prepared. I will take what I call a scratch track, so <clears throat> I'll record that on a, a little Tascam recorder. Um, sometimes it's been uh, as uh, as um, as raw as just um, uh, on your phone. Uh, these smartphones we have these days have some amazing apps that can uh, capture and record. Sometimes in stereo, uh, you can multi-track yeah. uh, onto a phone, depending on the app. So I'll take uh, at least a, a reasonable sounding vocal and a good scratch track of uh, where he gets a good idea of the melody line. I don't write manuscript, I don't write music, uh, but I can write charts. So <clears throat> I'll go in uh, with the song uh, pretty much completed melody-wise uh, and the lyrics. So he has a good, um, a good grounding to what it, it might sound like. The rest is production. If we right. want extra drums or, or, or strings or an accordion or a harmonica or a mandolin, whatever we want, uh, that becomes part of the production. But the, the raw piece of music um, uh, for the production team is pretty much done before I enter the studio. Right, okay. I, I, like, to unpre- I like to go unprepared. Yeah, good man. Yeah, I can tell by the, by the sound of your tracks. Hey, you did say it's beautiful there all the time, so let's check out a February sky. What do you say about that one? Here we go. It has been a lonely winter My only friend is firelight I love the email that you sent me Saying, honey, I'm alright It feels forever since you left California flight I miss the warmth of us each morning Tangled sheets in the early light I've seen the best 
jet plane bringing faster through the February sky. These empty houses had me dreaming. Maybe it's time to settle down. We'll buy that farm and raise our family. Just a few miles out of town. I smile at photos that you sent me. And airport lounges you Now forever Skin to skin A brand new star I've seen the passing Of the season The winter sun Says it's goodbye I've been dreaming Of your laughter Let that jet plane Bring you faster Through the fair Makes me want to buy my plane ticket right now. Nice track. <laughs> that was awesome, man. Awesome. So Thank tell you. us about that one. How come you wrote that one? That is really good. Uh, that was, uh, I was thinking about, um, I don't really have the term in the US called fly in, fly out, mm -hmm. uh, where workers uh, fly into a, a job uh, for a period of, might be three weeks, and then they get seven days off and come back home. So I was trying, trying to think about a relationship where a person had to leave for a period of time and, um, and the, the aching and the longing of the, of the partner waiting back home um, for them to reunite. So it was about, um, you, know, uh, you know, I've got the emails that you sent me that saying that you're okay. Um, you know, I, I've got your photos from the airport lounge, um, right. but I really want you back home as quickly as you can and, and to, have coming, to know that you're coming back through that February sky. February Sky um, is soulless, and, and I know you're coming home to. Uh, so it's a love song. It's yeah. one of those longing love songs. Um, so it's kind of written around uh, a um, a uh, 
imagery of, of two people missing each other uh, through distance. One has to work east, one's back west, uh, or vice versa. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, it, it, um, it might attract an American market or, or someone that might want to want to cover that song um, or work with me on improving it or whatever. So uh, right. that's how that came about. That brings up a good question. Do you co-write it all with other artists, uh, other writers, other, you know, other performers? Yes, I have. Um, I have uh, not a great deal. I tend to uh, write on my own, but I'm very open to opportunities to uh, write or co-write. Um, I think as a writer, you definitely grow um, uh, and you should always try to, where possible, uh, either pitch or try to write above yourself. Right. Um, and um, so you can get that growth. So the opportunity to someday write with someone from Nashville or, or, or LA or New York, anywhere, uh, you know, some of the songwriting capitals would be great. Um, I am very interested in trying to break into the American market with some contemporary uh, songs. Um, so that opportunity would be fantastic. Great. But when, great. I'm, I'm, when I'm not pursuing that, it's pretty much about this country uh, and the people and the places and the relationships uh, as are evident in some of the songs that are on. Right. Will you hear that, all you Dharmic fans out there? Here's a man who wants to co-write, Lloyd Clark, man. Keep him in mind. If you have not yet noticed, Lloyd is a gifted storyteller as well as a talented musician and singer-songwriter. He must have a touch of the Blarney in him, no? Right back to Lloyd and his cool songs and stories right after this. You know, in today's world, most people are struggling with something. It may be someone in your life who has a serious illness, a family member who has been incarcerated, death of a loved one, job loss, or one of the many, many challenges we find ourselves immersed in. There is good news, however, and I'm here to tell you about Christine Mercy, spiritual teacher, seminary professor, and songwriter. Christine Mercy, who loves and deeply cares for all people, regardless of race, age, or creed. Dr. Mercy has a powerful ministry called Mercy Worldwide Ministries. This ministry cares for the sick and the dying and the disabled. If you have a need for prayer or perhaps a project that requires support, reach out today at mercyworldwideministries.com. Let's face it, we all need a trusted mother figure to give us a hand up from time to time. Reach out to mercyworldwideministries.com today and check out the programs and resources available to you. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Hey, uh, tell me, I want to ask a little bit more about the studio situation. Um, your producer, does he help you find musicians or do you have a crew of your own that uh, you keep near and dear to your heart that you, you look, that you like to use on a regular basis? How does it work with the sessions? Um, like who gets brought in, who brings them in? Sure. Look, I, I'm very, very fortunate that, that Michael um, is exceptionally talented. He plays all instruments. He'll play bass, lead guitar. Uh, keyboard strings, the whole lot. So we will we will wow. lay out the tracks just between the both of us. Um, uh, I've not yet uh, written a song where we're, where uh, we're required to bring in any other musicians other than ourselves. Um, he's a per uh, percussionist and guitar player by profession. He works professionally, um, so he's been able to cover most of the stuff today. Um, uh, probably the next few tracks. Um, I'd seriously look at either having banjo, mandolin, or, or pedal steel on some of that just to give it a um, uh, fill that out. And he has the contacts for that, so I would, I would bring people in for 
uh, other tracks. But at the moment, to date, we've been able to cover it just between him and I. Right, right. So, so do you go? Do the is it is it kind of on a per song basis? Or, yes. um, okay, so so he kind of has a feel and you both kind of vet out, hey, who would be good for this one? Correct. Rather yes. than the same. And I, I bet you, you, you know, certain, certain people land on the, on the tracks anyway, because they just fit right. And you see them over and over again. Correct. It's yes. kind of what happens with me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you like that Correct. too. Hey, so, um, yeah. so when you guys track, tell me how <clears throat> the process works. Do you kind of like everybody play pretty much live and then bring in, you know, like rhythm section, all do it live, um, you know, playing together? Or do you stack them track by track by track? How does it work for you? Yeah, pretty much track by track uh, to date. That's what we've done. Uh, uh, very basically, we'll start with a, just a click track uh, just to get the, the timing uh, correct. Um, uh, and then um, we will do uh, a, a melody track, with that be the keys, um, right. uh, so we'll, we'll start with the, start with the, the timing, get the rhythm right, some basic percussive, uh, enough to probably build up to do a, a, a rough vocal, a vocal track. Okay. Uh, and from that rough vocal track, uh, we'll pan it out and, um, you know, we'll add strings, we'll add whatever instruments that are required. Uh, so it is laid track by track. Um, but we can, uh, generally, uh, finish a track in a day. Right. Um, and uh, the recent EP that I released, uh, seven song EP, uh, that is available through iTunes and <laughs> all the digital sites. Okay. Um, that was done song by song, so that t- that's uh, taken um, uh, about three years to put together because I was just recording uh, each song as I could afford to do so. Yeah, it gets um, expensive, doesn't it? Yeah. It is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm sure the, the fellow artists know uh, how expensive it can be. Yeah. Um, depending on production. So I'm very fortunate that Michael and I can cover most of the music, which keeps some of the costs down. Yeah. Um, but still, we ha- I'm still very happy with the product at the end of the day. It's uh, yeah. Tell me, sound. tell me about the, um, about the mixing Lloyd. Do you do, um, do you do the mix on the same day? Or you set it aside and mix it like later on after you, you know, th- think it through. Yeah. We'll mix on the fly. We'll do a final mix at the end. And then um, I will take uh, that track to, uh, a mastering technician that will master the track. Um, uh, Michael has the mastering uh, equipment, but uh, in his opinion, uh, it's a completely different science. Yeah, it really <laughs> um, is. A really completely, and uh, uh, so I take it to um, a fellow, another fellow in Melbourne, who used to be one of the guitarists with the Little River Band. Oh, really? Uh, the Australian version of the Little River Band, uh, David Briggs, who was their lead guitarist uh-huh. uh, in the late seventies. So I'm sure the US are familiar with Little River Band. Oh, they were huge. You know, they were. Yeah. I think they were huge everywhere, actually, because yeah. um, they wrote a lot of great songs too. I mean, they had yeah. a, they had a good sound, vocals, the guitars, everything was pretty cool with them. Yeah, well, David wrote um, "Lonesome Loser," which was one of a big hit for them. Yeah, uh, still, yeah. Tell so, me yeah, about so, um. T- hey Lloyd, tell me about the gigging scene. Do you get a chance to get out and play live? Um, I have down I, where I you are. Yeah, I, I haven't done a lot today, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> each year, I have gone um, uh, to the Tamworth Country Music Festival. That's our biggest uh, country music festival in Australia. So uh, the last three years, I've been to that annually. I have done the the odd spot, um, uh, either at, at a bar. Um, uh, or cafe type arrangement. Um, I've got more gigs this year, primarily because I have a product now. I've got a, an EP that has been launched. 
Um, so it's playing those songs. And could you share the title of the EP again, please? If the you EP have... is called I'll Sing You a Song. I'll Sing You a Song. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah I like it. So th- now tell me about, you know, being in Australia, are you embraced as an original artist? Are there places and venues um, that, that kind of welcome having originals or, or, or are you overwhelmed with, hey, you got to be a cover band doing the tops of the pops or whatever? How is that scene for you? Um, yes, the latter. Um, a lot of pub clubs and bars uh, like the covers. Uh, that's what yeah. gets patrons uh, in there. Right. Uh, they want to hear. Um, they want to hear uh, current pop tunes or, or some classic gold tunes. They will tolerate uh, the occasional um, original song. Um, if you're exceptionally good and, and develop your own sound and following, which I'm hoping to do, uh, it's less of a problem. Um, in the Americana genre, uh, there are a lot of bars that support that, so they will support more that rootsy singer-songwriter type um, uh, artist. Um, so there are clubs and bars here that will support it, but I would say the majority of uh, clubs, RS, uh, return services, leagues, RSLs, want, want a cover band still. Yeah, yeah that, <clears throat> that's a recurring theme in, in a lot of places, you know, everywhere in the world, I think. I think it's time to play High Country Hideaway. Sells a welcome bush retreat Find serenity And while the night away We'll pack the car And head on up today Let's drive that country highway Till the dimming of the day Where the scent of wood smoke Taints a mountain air The night sky full of starlight Is our alpine chandelier It's where we love and we talk the night away In our cozy high country highway Waking up to see my bogon Kept in pure white snow Hear a rooster crow Another brand new day Lying close beside you, there's so much I want to say Of the honesty and love that we both share I'm so glad we're making memories we up here Let's drive that country highway till the dimming of the day Where the scent of wood smoke taints a mountain air The night sky full of starlight is our alpine chandelier It's where we love and we talk the night away In our cozy high country highway I pour the wine You draw me near Let's light a fire and watch the sunset disappear The evening chill Creeps toward our door Wrapped warm beneath the blanket As we hear the marsh frogs call 
Let's drive that country highway till the dimming of the day Where the scent of wood smoke taints the mountain air The night sky full of starlight is our alpine chandelier It's where we love and we talk the night away In our cozy high country hideaway Country Hideaway, and uh, for you folks, we were just talking a little bit about house concerts. So tell us about that, Lloyd. Have you had experience doing house concerts? Um, I've got one coming up uh, in the middle of the year, my first, or um, uh, well, one in the middle of the year. Uh, nice. And my son's organised organised one for my son. Sometimes accompanies me uh, on, on on gigs. He plays a guitarist, um, so I've got one at his um, property. Um, and uh, uh, in, that's in, fun, you know, right? Playing with yeah, your son, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's one, uh, another one in June. But generally, what happens is a, a host will, um, uh, through an association, have a, a relationship with an artist, or they'll know someone that knows, um, say Bruce Springsteen, say, <laughs> right, <laughs> um, right. And um, uh, through connections, it could be through social media, uh, and they are happy to come and perform. Um, uh, it. In, in a very intimate setting, so it brings a, um, a you know a relatively well-known artist, or not. It's not all necessarily always. Sometimes the artist will bring their friends, other yeah. artists, right. and you'll get a double, triple, quadruple bill. Sometimes where you have some really fine um, singer-songwriters or artists uh, in a backyard or on a deck, and um, they'll do uh, generally two sets. Uh, they might invite their friends up to do a song or two with them, um, and it gets, or for myself as a performer, it's a lot more intimate setting where you feel that you're just playing in your lounge room to your family. Yeah. Um, and your fans can engage with you a lot more um, uh, uh, closely than you would get at a concert where they probably would never ever see you after a show. Um, so there is a, still a chance that you can promote um, your merchandise. You can take your CDs, T-shirts, Stubby hold beer holders, <laughs> shot yeah. glasses, whatever you whatever you're trying to vlog, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> um, to your audience. But it's it, yeah, it gives um, uh, it's an opportunity to have a, a new audience, a closer audience, um, and also the artists appreciate people actually sitting and listening to the songs instead of sitting on their iPhones and <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Um, talking to the person next to them or, or sitting drinking or watching the what's going on the TV screen in the corner of the bar. So um, uh, the artists love to be able to play to people that will sit and listen to their songs. And often you get, um, when people do listen to your music, that emotion comes out. You've had, I've had you know, people that have been teary uh, over songs because it, it brings a, a deep emotion, an emotional connection to that particular song or something that you're singing about. So artists love that. They love to have their audiences um, really um, move with them and um, experience the song of what it was written for, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a two-way street because um, when you pay, you know, whatever the, the going rate is and you go in there, I think there's a more appreciation for value because, yes. you know, that's your own intimate connection that you get to have with that artist. And, and like you said, people are not really interested in, 
you know, chatting and talking while the person's playing. They want, you know, it's one of those, hey, you can hear a pin drop in the room. And, and that's really special, you know. And, and I think people come away with saying, you know, I really felt something valuable tonight. And they support your, your CDs and they buy from yeah. you your merch. And, um, and a, a lot of times the host is so excited to have them there. It's like they, they put them up for the night if they're traveling or whatever yeah. if they want, which Absolutely. is cool, you know. Yeah. And it's a big help for people who are trying to tour and make a living. Uh, you know, every little bit helps. So, you know, a yeah. hundred bucks for a, you know, or more for a hotel room is, um, it's kind of, kind of money in the bank, you know? Yeah. And it takes, um, it takes the pressure off some of the, the, the fledgling artists or the artists like myself, uh, are not having the pressure to fill, uh, a room or fill a, a large venue. Right. Um, uh, if there's something in, in it for myself, uh, it, as you said, either be accommodation, a meal, um, you know, a gift of a, a small portion of money, uh, that's great, um, but a chance to sell some CDs and just expose your music to a new audience, however small that might be, um, is still a, an opportunity that shouldn't be missed. Right, for sure. Hey, we're going to play another one here, and this is Threading the Eye of the Needle. Said south to the Cape up we light Is the red sky tonight a fair warning she asked Or is it a sailor's delight He said around Cape Good Hope there's an ocean As vast as God's heaven is wide She watched as he slipped loose the moors And they sailed on a slow ebbing tide Cries from the beach A 
Amongst all the flotsam and jetsam Through the wind's deafening shrieks Brandy to warm her frail body, he thought There must be a way out this gorge Returning with help she hid frightened In a blanket he held her for warmth Proclaimed a brave hero in Melbourne A medal pin proud on his chest In the public he thought her affections Could merit their lives might be blessed Refused a marriage proposal He wandered the docks in dismay She watched him as she started boarding For Ireland her home far away Heave away, haul away We'll be threading the eye of the needle They say heave away, haul away Free a clear sky at night Neath the great southern lights Heave away, haul away Threading the eye of the needle They say heave away, haul away Free a clear sky at night Neath the great southern lights Heave away Wow, what a story. Lloyd, tell us this tale. What a great song. Yeah, thanks, sir. Uh... Thanks, James. Uh, the story is uh, based on a real story of a shipwreck that happened off the south coast of Victoria in the late uh, 1880s. Um, as I said uh, to you uh, off, uh, off air, the, um, the uh, ship was coming to Australia with uh, about 70-odd Irish immigrants coming out to settle in Australia. Um, they ran into fog in the early hours of um, morning. And the ship was too close. Uh, back in those days, they didn't have uh, steam power or, or, or power. It was all by sail. So a ship could flounder very quickly if it had bad winds. Um, and the uh, wind was pushing them closer to the Australian mainland. Uh, and that part of Australia was quite rocky. Uh, and in the fog, they didn't know how close they were till they heard the breakers. Uh, and the ship was that close. The, um, the masts were actually hitting the, the rocks or the cliff faces. And anyway, the ship broke up very, very quickly with the loss of everybody except for two people that were washed into the sea. Uh, one was Tom Pierce, the, the able seaman, the young apprentice, uh, and a young Irish lass, Eva Carmichael, um, which he uh, in time saved and saved her life, and uh, and they lived on. She uh, went back to uh, Ireland and lived the rest of her days. Uh, Tom stayed as uh, seaman uh, until he... I think he passed in his late 50s. I did have uh, some illness, but she, uh, Eva lived until her late 70s. And um, But I tried to capture, uh, create that sort of uh, romanticised little bit of the voyage. So uh, when they're starting off, um, he's getting the ship prepared. She's watching him. They're having a bit of a talk and a chat. Um, um, and she's asking about the scene. He's, he's sort of bragging how vast the ocean is and trying to impress her. Yeah. Uh, and then the very next thing, they're caught in this this horrible fog uh, that she is unaware of. She's singing at a party beneath the decks, celebrating their um, their passage, safe passage across, coming to a new country, and they're having this party. Uh, and then the next minute, thunder and crash, they've, they've hit the rocks and, and, they're, and they're shipwreck. 
Um, so uh, he is applauded, uh, a hero uh, in Melbourne, in the, as it says in the song, um, asked for a hand in marriage. He thought that was the right thing to do. Uh, but she sadly refuses him and, and goes back to uh, England or Ireland to live the rest of her days. And so it's a, wow. kind of a Titanic, Titanic story. Yeah, it not, is. Yeah. Yeah. They just <laughs> used wood instead of iron. Yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, but uh, navigating that, that, uh, that Bass Strait, as I said, coming out of the, the Great Southern Ocean, uh, the Indian Ocean, uh, navigating that very, um, it's only about 50 miles across, nautical miles across. So coming out at hundreds of miles of ocean and trying to navigate that very narrow passage was termed threading the eye of the needle. I thought, wow, what a great title for a song that would. Uh, and my wife and I were holidaying along the um, uh, the coast of Victoria and we visited a few lighthouses. Yeah, and nice. We visited the, we visited the, um, uh, the actual Lockhart Gorge, uh, which is there, of course, uh, where the two, um, the two victims were, were, uh, were washed into. So all the stories there. They've got storyboards, and you can basically make out where the wreck the wreck is still there. It's it's, it's a part of the um, maritime museum. The divers still dive on it occasionally, but it's right. all protected, marine protected now. But that's called the Lockhart. The ship was the Lockhart, uh, and the, the Lockhart ship disaster. If people want to Google it, it's a great story, and it's it's a, it's a true story. Yeah, it is a great story and a great song. Hey, as we're winding down here, this went so quickly, Lloyd. Give us um, your spin on social media real quick. Um, you're on Facebook. I know that's so already hit you up on that. Do you do any other social platforms? Yeah, Twitter. Uh, I'm on oh, Twitter okay. and, uh, and Instagram. Great. Uh, we'll so carry those all on the show notes so we can let people yeah. know where you are. Can yeah, you give us some um, parting words as far as uh, anything uh, that you want to just share that you're excited about as far as looking forward to this brand new year? We're just ver- really early in it. And uh, with your career, with your performances, with your studio activity, um, and, and of course, any place that we can go outside of what we talked about to find you, do you have a website so we can support your music and purchase your music? Yeah, as I said, um, uh, social media, yes, across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, the music digitally is available through iTunes, uh, Spotify. I'm not sure Pandora. I, I don't know what the deal with Pandora is, um, but they say they release uh, to Pandora. CD Baby, if people are, if you use CD Baby. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, they're big here. It's up there as well. So uh, Deezer, uh, most of the, the digital sites, they can find the, the album. Um they can contact me through the social media. Um, parting words, um, <laughs> um, I'm just a mature guy, loving what he's doing, uh, loving my family, loving love writing songs. Um, and as we said before, I encourage anyone at any age, if you have the ability or even if you're thinking about pursuing songwriting as a career or as a, as a, as a pastime, uh, do it. There is no greater reward than being able to um, move and um and entertain people uh, than being a singer-songwriter. And I'm just fortunate that I can sing and, and play my own tunes, awesome. um, which, is not, which is not what everybody can do. So right. I'm very fortunate and love that. But um, I just thank you, mate, for the opportunity to, for coming on board. Um, I've loved this. This is great um, to talk about my music. And uh, as I said, I'd encourage people that are uh, not necessarily knowing where to go to either um, network through social media. There are great net- songwriting networks. Um, and and how, do you, uh, how do you put up your name, Lloyd? Is it Lloyd M. Clark we should look for? Yeah, Lloyd M. Yeah, okay. if I put Lloyd Clark. I found out if I just put Lloyd Clark, there was a 
a, a reggae artist back in the 50s or 60s, Lloyd Clark. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it confused people. So I put the M, which is my middle initial, stands for Morris. Okay. Um, so it's uh, double L-O-Y-D-M Clark. C-L-A-R-K-E. Yeah, awesome. Lloyd, thank you so much for being a part of the Dharmic Evolution, sharing your music, your stories with us today. Really appreciate it. And uh, God bless you and good luck to you in your career, my friend. And to you and yours, mate. Thank you very much. Do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? Then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Want to Be Loved, State of Grace, and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent, TV star, and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, jameskevinoconnor.com, Geography of the Soul, a beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Daisy Chains, February Sky, High Country Hideaway, Threading the Eye of the Needle. So cool to be back in the land down under. I always have this feeling of enchantment when I visit someone from the magnificent bush country. So vast, so amazing, so full of tales and mystery, you know? I hope you guys enjoyed the stories and the music of Lloyd M. Clark today. Hey, you can check out Lloyd on the Dharmic Evolution website, now being downloaded and listened to in countries around the world. And we are just beginning to crank things up because we've now launched our very own IPTV network that gives us a presence in all countries all around the world. Go over to Crowd Radio TV and check out some of the Dharmic stars that are on that channel right now. We are part of the Film on TV family of channels that runs 24-7, 365 a year. It's Crowd Radio TV. And it's all happening via the James O'Connor Agency, an international talent agency designed to broadcast your global career. Well, what does that mean? Hey, the agency website's up and running. No matter where you are in your career, we have packages now to enhance and broadcast your global career today. Stop by, visit the site, find out about all of the awesome packages we have designed and developed to broadcast your global career. An example, do you need funding for your next album project? Well, we got you covered. Get over to that jamesoconnoragency.com. Find out what we do for singer-songwriters, musical artists, as well as authors, speakers, and thought leaders. You can also visit dharmicevolution.com. Check out your show and blog profile right now. If you've been on this show, you are now on the site. Lloyd is now on the site, and people from around the world are logging in to see and hear all about Lloyd's music and his brand. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again... 
I'll either see on the socials or I'll see on TV. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Pictures in your mind I'll take your place